Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. I don't care. Offer me 10 firsts. If you're not giving me Leon Dreisaitl, you don't get Saros. Marcus Keller. Is Brock Besser <laughs> going to score four goals every game? Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> and Alex Smith. Third star of the week goes to Pistachios for how stupidly expensive they are. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Woo! <laughs> How's it going boys it's season four episode seven of the vancouver boys podcast and week six of your vancouver connects road to the stanley cup <laughs> we're gonna stick with that eh yeah that's what i got written down oh oh you wrote it down good it makes it way easier because <laughs> with, when i didn't have anything written down the intros were getting a little too wild yeah fair enough uh <laughs> i'm gonna introduce you guys into the other co-hosts that are with me today first up mr mustache himself marcus keller how's it going everybody and I got another mustache with me, Mr. Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And I am the third mustache of this podcast, Mr. Alex Smith. And we are the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The mustachioed Vancouver Boys Podcast. The oh, I like that. The mustachios. <laughs> DJ mustachio. <laughs> uh, lots to talk about. We got new fans for the Canucks. We yep. got suspensions for the Canucks. No, almost suspensions. Almost suspensions. Yeah. Uh, what we thought were going to be suspensions. Yes. And a couple losses that we got to talk about. But first, mm-hmm. we're going to get into a little betting segment. The AWSBB. There we go. Let's do it. It's the AWSBB. There we go. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. DKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023, all rights reserved. The AWSBB. Yes, the. Oh, it's just not good. Buddy, every week with you right now. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't gotten better. Uh, we went one win, two <laughs> loss again. Still don't have an NHL win because the Canucks decided to lose to the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, uh, but the Mavericks did You, win. like, locked that in, too. Yeah, you were like, oh, I, no doubt. No well, questions I, after. Yeah. About to kick the curse. Who would have thought? No. Like, fuck me. 
Uh, the Bucks yeah. beat the Mavericks, and the Vikings lost to the Broncos. So we only won the NBA bet. So we are currently two NBA wins, zero NHL wins, and two NFL wins. Wow. That's, so uh, maybe this week don't follow me. Yeah, do like anything maybe he says. Me. Do the opposite, yeah. and you you might come out on top. Well, I'd be really surprised if I lose the NHL one this week because the Canucks play the Sharks this Saturday. Oh, again? Yeah. Oh, boy. So we're going to take the Canucks. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that the Canucks can pull out a win for me. <laughs> that would be real nice. Oh, no, I'm almost scared that you're jinxing Yeah, them. I like, am Just too. because you're betting on it, they're going to lose. I might fade myself. Uh, the Hawks and the Especially Celtics Especially with the way game? they've been playing lately. Yeah, no. I Yeah, we're going to get into that. We'll get into it. Uh, the Hawks and the Celtics play this Sunday, and we're going to take the Celtics. That should be another win, hopefully. Uh, and then the Ravens and the Chargers. That's going to be a really good NFL game this Sunday. And uh, we're going to take the Ravens because they are on a heater. And that is the picks for the AWSBB, or as I like to call it, the absolute loser's bet. Because that's all we do. <laughs> the Canucks this week. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots to talk about. So last week, we ended off... Uh, sorry, just before you go on, I, I want to mention, there is a Canucks game going on right now. Yes, the currently. Canu the Canucks are playing the Avalanche. There's three minutes left in the third period, and the Canucks have just pulled Thatcher Demko. Um, there's also seeming to be a two-on-one against us on an open net. We've been scored on. It's now 5-2 for the Avs. Um, this, Thanks for the play-by-play, Margaret. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I did okay. Yeah, that was pretty I, good. I think I did okay there. Um, yeah, developing play turned into like a five-on-five five in our own end with no goalie. And uh, as you can imagine, that puck uh, promptly hit the mesh at the back of the net. Um, Alex, this is another hit for you for betting this week as you had money on this game. Yeah. And uh, had the opportunity. You didn't lose much, but you could have won yes. a lot and didn't. Yeah. Uh, I had Nachuskin to score, uh, Miller to score, and the Canucks to win. Got two out of the three. Way she goes sometimes. Yeah. Anyways. Not looking good for the win. Yeah, no, no I, I'm pretty sure we can can't, uh, chalk this up as another L. Yeah. Uh, and add to the many collection that the Canucks had this week. Yeah, that was um, three in the last four games. Yeah, so we ended off the last podcast during the Calgary game. I don't know if we finished it, but they lost that game 5-2. to two. Yes. Then they played the Kraken, as we talked about, with a 5, or sorry, a 4-3 loss. Uh, then in high spirits, the San Jose Sharks, which is everybody's favorite team right now because it's pretty much a certified win. Uh, unless, unless you're the you're, Flyers. You're the Flyers, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they won against them. Only 3-1. to one, little yeah, disappointing. Yeah, low scoring. But, I mean, you can't be that disappointed when you win. You yeah. Know? And uh, currently, as Marcus said, we're watching the Colorado game, and I'm pretty sure we can call this a loss. And it is to 5-2 with thrown of my glasses on. But, yeah, three minutes left. You have glasses? Uh, I do. I don't wear them. Well, that's well. You should. I should. I think I've lost them. <laughs> um, then you don't have glasses. Yeah, I guess not. I went to go get my eyes tested, and then I was supposed to go get glasses, and I just never did. Good call. Way yeah. to be a man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who needs glasses? Yeah. <laughs> go Losers. to the doctor. Get advice. Don't follow it. Yeah. Your glasses be a man. come with a punch <laughs> to the face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If anybody has glasses, <laughs> I wish I had glasses. <laughs> I wish I could find them. <laughs> uh, okay, let's jump into the Seattle cracking game. Okay, I was at that game. You were at that game. I was there. So let's hear about it. What was your experience there? 
The Canucks, and th- this is going to relate to a lot of the games yep. uh, as of uh, recently. The defense, we what we've realized is they they've added enough defense in the offseason that when fully healthy, the defense is good. But uh, it's it's goodish. It's yeah, good it, enough. It's, it serves. It's passable. Yeah. However, when not fully healthy, when missing literally one middle pairing guy, yep. the defense falls. Uh, it crumbles at the seams. Well, this is pretty much the defense that we had last year, right? Um, it is similar except for Heronic. I guess yeah, he was kind of there for the last part. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, there's no Ethan Bear and no Ekman Larson. Yeah. So, um, skill wise, they're around the same. Besides Heronic. But yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy to see how much of an impact Susie made, which yeah. on one hand is awesome. But on the other hand, like if, if we're doing this much worse without him, like that speaks to a much bigger issue with the team. Yeah. Uh, you, you've just seen a lot of defensive gaffes lately. People have been picking on Juleson a lot and rightly so. Well, it, yeah. Where's, where's seventh immense defenseman, Matt Irwin. Yeah, he's uh, holding down the fort in Abbotsford, I guess. I, I at this point, would take anything over Jolson, yeah. pretty much. Um, Akito Hirose, should be noted, got one game in, and I believe that was the Kraken game. Yeah. He didn't do terrible, yeah. but I think development-wise, it would not be wise to keep him in the NHL. He, he He's needs, not going to get the ice time that no, he needs. He needs more playing time, and it's not going to serve him right now to play against the best players in the world when he's not at the level yet where he can properly defend them. Yeah. So uh, I agree with that, but man, um, Jake, why, why don't you chime in here? Is there anything, any other specific problems you're noticing with the team as of late? I'm not going to break new ground here, but um, to me, this game was the perfect example we needed to prove why Tyler Myers belongs in the press box. Like, when when the Canucks are playing a good team, he is uh, atrocious. He cannot be on the ice. If you want to have him play third-pairing minutes against the San Jose Sharks, go for it. Let him play to his heart's content. But when you're playing a team that's actually good, sit his ass up in the 500s. We don't need to see him on the ice. I don't know. Besides, like, he was on a good, like, week and a half two weeks stretch of actually like not doing anything super crazy wrong yeah and because I mean, the canucks were playing bad teams i would take like i would say taken, the islanders are better than the kraken yeah they were you're right and like he had a pretty good game against the islanders but like he's falling like that was just like a luck like that that's not tyler myers now yeah the, but the tyler myers we're watching now is tyler myers yeah. and, and the other thing is with susie being out myers has moved up the lineup yeah. his ice time is risen right he was doing well because his ice time was limited to like 11 minutes a game like he, he wasn't even out there long enough to make an impact right that that was the big key now so the next few games the canucks have just so people know are the Kraken, the Sharks, the Ducks, and Vegas. Can um, we get out of the Pacific Division? Guess not. That's four games in a row against division rivals. Uh, that's four four-point games. Yep, in a row. Um, I mean, Kraken, Sharks, Ducks, you want to think there's at least four points in that? But the way the team is playing right now, it, it's scary to say for sure, right? I guess what I'll give them is the losses have been close. 
Like they, they haven't been getting blown out. Like yeah. nothing catastrophic has happened, but they're not playing at the level they need to be playing at if they want the league to believe they're genuine playoff hopefuls. Well, it's like what Jake said last week. Like this is not a sustainable way to play hockey. And it showed with this week, like they gassed themselves out coming off a long road trip, you know, played yeah. a couple games at home and it's just like, yeah, like you're going to get gassed out with how offensively they play and how they just kind of let the goaltender hang out to dry. Like it's just not a sustainable way to win hockey games. And it kind of, it's come back to bite them in the ass. Now they have to regroup and uh, we'll see what talk it does in the next couple of games to see uh, how they can combat this. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, back to the Seattle cracking game. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Anything you noticed? Give me two seconds. I need to make a TikTok. But that's a okay. good that's a good segue that I'm going to remember. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's a clause in uh, in Tossic's contract that he gets a bonus if Tyler Myers plays like a certain amount of time every game. No, there's no. Like if his average time on ice is like ten minutes, I wonder if he gets like a bonus in his contract or something. That would be kind of funny. like why else would you have this man on the ice? Like, yeah, I don't when know. I watch him play, I'm convinced I would do less damage to the team than he does. Yeah, it really... Like, I'm not even kidding, man. When you're debating on if he does more bad than good, and not just, like, is he a good player? Like, that's just, like, why would you even have the guy on the team? Yeah. Like, even, like, Juleson, like, he's been coming under fire for Canucks fans, but he doesn't get talked about how what he like he's doing more damage than good like he's just not playing well well to me Juleson just he just he's just getting exposed he's not a good defender yeah whatever but to me what 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 Myers does is Myers is actively making dumb plays that the team gets scored on for his mistakes Juleson just can't make a pass he can't check guys off the puck he's relatively in the right positions, but usually loses battles. Like he's just not quite at the level you want him to be at. Myers, however, makes nothing but bad decisions where his team just ends up getting scored on time after time after time. Like the big one tonight that I just could not fucking fathom is it was right after the man. I think it was Manson that got the five minute major, right? Oh, his penalty. Um, yeah. Yeah. So was it was right after, so here's the thing. It was right after the, the, the five-minute major, right? Yeah. And the Canucks took nothing but penalties, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the episode. Yeah. And right as the penalties about to expire, the Canucks are going to go back on the power play for like the tail end of that major. Mm-hmm. McKinnon comes down on, on Myers, and Myers, instead of just stick lifting or poking the puck away, he tries to lean into an open-ice hit on one of the fastest players in the NHL who just dances him, yeah. and then instead of just letting him go and having a, a shot from, like, a bad angle, he, like, taps the guy on the hip and gets a flashing penalty. Yeah, it's like, kind of... it just... What's it's going fucking through. crazy, man. Like, it's crazy. He does, it's not even like... Like, with Juleson, you can kind of blame it on, you know, the hockey IQ not being there because he is so young and, yeah. like, not as experienced. Myers has been in the NHL for, I would say, a good... At least seven years, off the top of my head, I would say over seven years. Uh, thirteen, like thirteen years. Where is your hockey IQ? Like you're not playing 
peewee hockey. You're playing NHL mm-hmm. hockey, but you're making peewee mistakes. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. This guy was a rookie of the year. I'm I'm like 99% sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he won the Calder in 2010. Yeah, over in Winnipeg. He was a solid defenseman. In Buffalo. Oh, sorry, Buffalo. I always get him and Nate Schmidt, that yeah. whole thing mixed up. Don't know why. Uh, but like, yeah, he was a good defenseman over there. Comes over here. And it's just been downhill, downhill. And now it's just, he's got no IQ. I don't know if it's a confidence thing, but even with the confidence, you don't make those stupid mistakes. It just, oh, it was so nice when Myers was playing good and we didn't have to talk about him like this, but now he's just back in his regular form and, ugh. Uh, Dude, Nate, it's I not even... hang up on you just for a minute because I need my phone to make the TikTok. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll call you right back, okay? Sounds good. Bye-bye. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, I think that's enough about Tyler Myers being Tyler Myers. Uh, Marcus, like you said, you were at the cracking game. Uh, was. was there anything else that you noticed there? There was, and it's an off-ice thing, but I still want to talk about it. You're, you guys oh, remember. You, you know where I'm going so with this. I'm so excited You about know where I'm this. going with this. Okay, after game no one. Idea where you're going with after this. game one, we blew out the Oilers. What was it, 8-1 or something like that? Oh, wait, what? The, the first game of the season, right? Wait, I, I'm, I'm thinking of something else. No, you might not be. I'm going to... Okay. You, you probably are thinking about the same thing. Okay. We, we had all this fun. We were talking about all these great things, but there was one... Oh, yeah. Pro- yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was one problem. There was one big complaint for me, and that was that this new big screen they installed, and Jake, you remember this from the Raptors game too, what was the one problem with the big screen? The speakers block your view from the 300 level. Yes, the hell they did, and a lot. They hung down and blocked a good portion of the screen. Well, fantastic news for Canucks fans. Those speakers have been raised. They now sit above Ooh. the sight line of the big screen. <clears throat> I, I don't say this a lot, but Mr. Aquilini, thank you. Appreciate that one. Um, I mean... Can't understand. Can we get a round of applause for Mr. Aquilini? Yeah, I, th- I can't remember which button it is. Yellow, I think yellow, it's this yellow, one. Yellow, 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 yellow. Uh, oh, to do that. I hit the wrong button. Oops. Anyway. Okay. My bad. Moving on. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste time trying to find the right button. But uh, but good news for. Uh, Canucks fans who are poor, like me, and sit in the upper bowl, the speakers have been moved. You can now see the big screen freely. And the sound quality still seemed good in the arena. Like, there was no, like, echoing or, like, bad sound, like, echoing. It was it was fine. So, I, I yeah, everything's fine. That's now. good. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the big thing about their schedule, because we've, we've talked about how there's kind of two things with it right now. The Canucks have been playing a lot of weaker teams. So people are saying, okay, well, their stats are inflated. The other thing is their schedule travel-wise and how their games are lined up is unreal. They're about to, or this was the first of five games in eight nights for the team. They also just came off of playing four games in seven nights, I believe. Like this is a very, it's packed. There's lots of travel. We had a one game homestand followed by a trip to Calgary, followed by two games at home, followed by a trip to Colorado. It's just really, really weird things. And a lot of those traveling games are back-to-back nights. So some of it can be chalked up to that. But ultimately, I think more than anything, the team just looks like visibly looks tired 
Yeah. They look like when the third period comes along, this has been consistent the last few games, they just have nothing left in the tank. And that's where these games have been getting away from them. Yeah, no, they've been they've been pretty sluggish, it seems like. Um, but yeah, I think it just has to do with how much hockey they've played. Um, so hopefully whenever this kind of calms down and they have some space in between, we get our regular, hopefully what is our regular Canucks back from the start of the season. Yeah, like I think there was, how many games into the season would you say that they were like still kind of chugging along at a pretty good pace? 16. It's a good thing you only need 16 wins in the playoffs, eh? Yeah, yeah, they basically won enough games to win the Stanley Cup. You're right. Yeah, fair enough. So Vancouver Canucks win the Stanley Cup, question mark? They won the Stanley Cup of October. <laughs> yeah, but the Stanley Cup was given out in October. They if there was a lockout. They, they, <laughs> they win the first ever <laughs> inaugural Brocktober Cup. <laughs> They got it. Brock Bester's still sitting right at the top of scoring leaders. Oh, by brother, the way. he's like he's top okay. three. We're we're like, moving on. Well, I just I had to mention it. You yeah, know what else he's sitting at the top of? Flopping leaders. What? Flopping leaders. Laughing. Flopping. Flop. Okay. No. No. All right. Hold on. Hold on. We're missing a whole game in between this. We got to cover the Sharks game because there's something I need to talk about. Okay. Let's go to it because were you. No, you weren't at that game. I was not at the game, but somebody was at that game. Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry, I was trying to remember who had our season tickets, and then I remembered that was actually my game, and I sold it to my sister's friends because we had a beer league game that night, which we won. But uh, yes, the the San Jose game. Go ahead, Alex. You had something to talk about. Meghan Markle was there. Meghan Markle, that's... Meghan who? Oh, Rachel from Suits. Well, yes, but also the, what is she, the the princess of duchess? The fact that you don't know, I think, makes it that much funnier that the most notable f- thing she's done is still be Rachel in Suits. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we had, are they, they're still a part of the royal family. I think it's kind of a, I think it's a gray area. Yeah. I think they kind of said we'd still like all of our tax funded income, but we don't want to do anything anymore. And that's kind of they they got Bro, basically the, about it. they Where got the sweetest up? deal in the history of deals. Yeah, so it was <laughs> the best trade deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we give you nothing. You give us four percent of your income as a country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I, I should I should just say this, just in case there's any royalists out there listening. I don't know shit about the royal family. Yeah, like this, I'm not trying to rifle this off as like some weird like stats that I sit in my basement being angry about. I don't know anything about them. I don't follow them. I just I think the whole concept is kind of funny. But yeah, a- so Alex, sorry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were in attendance for what was it Canucks? Autism night? Uh, I believe it. I, I we had our beer league game that night. Yeah, so we weren't there. It everything. was it was some sort of night that uh, they are, I guess, heavily invested in. Well, they they have um a certain games tournament that they do, and yeah. I believe it involves. I think it involves. Uh, you know, no. I don't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There is, there is involvement from... 
a, a wide variety of people compete in these events. I think they host the Special Olympics. Is that what you're trying to say? No, Mark? no, no. It's like you know how we have the BC Games. It's not the Olympics, but it's it's a tournament of many sports that all come together. This is like that. Except it's put on by the Duke and Duchess. Yeah, it's the Invictus Games. Yes, Invictus. Thank yes. you. That's the word I was looking because for. Because Vancouver's hosting it in 2025. Yes. And that was their big announcement. And the Duke and Duchess are, uh, I guess, big supporters. Big, or they're on the board. So, uh, yes. Yeah, just coming wow, to announce it. Uh, that's pretty incredible that you knew that off the top of your head, Alex. A big royalist guy over here. Big, yeah. big royal family guy. If Rachel Zane does it, Alex knows about it. Yeah. Love Rachel. <laughs> hey, so do I. Mm? <laughs> so, yeah, they were in attendance and uh, they saw a pretty good game. They saw a win. Hopefully yep. they return for Vancouver. It seemed like they were. Did you have you seen the video? Yeah, I saw of the Harry, video like him. celebrating. I, th- <laughs> I think it was Miller's. Goal? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, he got real excited. Yeah. Did you see uh, Talkit in the post game? Yes. <laughs> so Talkit fist bumped the the Harry. Duke. Yeah. I always the who's Duke. the other one? It's Harry <laughs> and who's his brother? William. William. That's Will. what it is. <laughs> What? Good old Bill. <laughs> good, good old Bill. King Will. <laughs> King Billy. <laughs> Will Nye the, the, the Duke guy. <laughs> Will Nye the royal guy. <laughs> Will, 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 Will. <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes you think, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think that they would be Kings fans? Hmm? Oh, Am I right? The fuck That's out of such here. a horrible joke. That boo. Hang on. We're so, <laughs> so EDP forty. <laughs> EDP. <laughs> is a fan of the Nashville <laughs> Predators. Oh no! Oh no! We'll cut okay. that out, but <laughs> we might not. But moving. No, on. We, we're cutting that out. Or I guess you are. Hopefully. Yeah. Take your chances. <laughs> uh, hey, if you learn how to edit, you can get your career canceled. If, if you learn how to edit, you can say all the offensive shit you want. <laughs> but if someone else is editing, you better be fucking careful, pal. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, where were we? Uh, Rick Talkett fist bumped Yeah, so Bill. Rick Talkett uh, ended up fist bumping... Uh, I, I can't even think now. <laughs> Bill. No, not Bill. No, no. Oh, wait, no. It's no. Harry. Harry. Talkit ended up fist bumping uh, Harry. Harry, which was pretty funny. He had no idea if he could. Um, yeah. They the, also got to see a slew foot yes. in the game. Yeah. So Nils Hoglander got called for a slew foot. It was it was a weird one. I, I, I can see how they called it a slew foot. Oh, for sure. It, it was. It was yeah. un, like totally no denying that it, it was a slew foot. Do that you think is, it was intentional though? I think here's, here's the thing in hockey slew foots that they're not, they're not supposed to happen, but they happen. Ask PK Subban. Yeah. Ask Brad Marchand. Do you know how often those get suspended? Not very often. Do you know yeah. how often they get even game ejections? Not very often. Yeah. 
it is usually like they usually chalk it up to two minutes for tripping unless something like egregious happens. Like the player is unconscious because they bounce their head off the ice. Then, okay. Right. Then what? I said, Christ. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want anything to get lost in translation. I'm going to tell you what I mean. And that's what I mean. <laughs> so that didn't happen here. Yet they called it a 10 minute uh, for, oddly enough, for intent to injure, which I didn't know was an actual like penalty. Oh, yeah. Like I knew, I knew that, sorry, I know that penalties are often derivative of something that is intent to injure, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that intent to injure could be its own penalty. That is news to me. Um, I don't have any experience with that, but uh, again, he, I would hope not. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I like, I don't remember watching that. I don't remember another no, game that I've watched where I've seen that. You don't see it a whole lot. No. Um, and, and this seemed like I've seen a lot worse intentions to injure than what that was. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, Zadina when he was kicking the guy during World Juniors or uh, something like that. He was kicking the guy in the corner. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was before the season. I not world not world juniors. No, he's a little old for that. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the tournament that all the players that didn't make the playoffs? Oh, the uh, world championship. Spangler. Yeah, I think no, it was not in Spangler. That. He wouldn't be in the Spangler. That's like where like Kevin Bieksa could play in the Spangler Cup. I, I it's uh, world championship. Kevin Bieksa. Kevin Bieksa's on the panel. He can't play in shit. No, I like he. He played um, in the Spangler Cup like two years after he'd stopped playing in the NHL. Like the Spangler Cup is like, like just old guys that have like their careers have just recently ended will play in the Spangler uh, Cup. Ah, yeah. the David Booth Cup. Yes, yeah. Trying to think of guys that could play there, like Ilya Kovalchuk probably gave a couple cracks at it. Like those are the kinds of players that would end up there. Yarmir Yager could probably still give it a chance. But he's still playing professional. I, I know. It's crazy. The team that he's like a third owner of. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> he's his Isn't own he starting former. retired this year and he's still playing professional hockey. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> he can't make it. He's got a game. He's getting off the ice. He's the he's closest. getting off the ice in Prague and then flying to Pittsburgh. <laughs> for his own retirement ceremony than going back to play a game. <laughs> Um, yeah, this guy's like the closest thing we have to a real life Jackie Moon. You think he would trade himself? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this team's in a rebuild mode. Gotta go. Well, that was always the joke about McDavid. It was everyone was like, oh, we should fire the GM and just make McDavid the GM. They were like, we can't. He'd trade himself. Yeah. He, <laughs> for like for nothing. Yeah. He would give himself away to another team for like futures. Did you guys see the clip of him in dry settle on the bench? Uh, no, oh, I didn't. Dude, it was oh, it's so bleak. It's basically like I think it was right after the empty netter in the game uh, against Carolina, yeah. and you just see the both of them sitting on the bench next to each other, and they don't they don't make eye contact. But Leon Dreisaitl just reaches over and taps Connor on the knee, and then he does the same, and then Leon just like bows his head, and then Connor McDavid looks off into the distance. It's pretty bleak. Oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not pretty times over in Edmonton. Yeah. And it like I would have never in a million years predicted this. No. Like this kind of a collapse from a team that was that good last year. Like I I I still can't really wrap my head around it. 
Um, well, no. they weren't that good last year. They're in the third round of the playoffs. They took the Stanley Cup champion to the farthest uh, series. They got swept. They got swept by yeah. Vegas? Yeah, they did. Oh, it's <laughs> L.A. that they went far with. They got yeah. swept yeah, they, by Vegas? Yeah. Holy shit. They got swept. They got swept by Colorado when Colorado won. And then I think, yeah, they got swept by Vegas. And yeah, they beat LA, who didn't even, hadn't even made the playoffs in years before that. They're a joke. Like, they've, to me, they've never been much of a playoff threat. And, like, kind of to pivot back to the Canucks for a second here, the way the Canucks are playing right now kind of reminds me of Edmonton last year, where it's like in the regular season, they're a pretty strong team and they'll probably make the playoffs and they might win around. But as soon as they play a decent team that's playoff viable, they're going to get embarrassed. They're just not as deep as they need to be to be a successful playoff team. I like this. Should we play? Would they win the series? Like what? Ooh, let's do it. Okay. okay. I don't know how the That's game the works. Because like, because any team can beat any team on any given night, right? Yeah. But, but that's first. also why the playoffs are a best of seven. Yeah. Like San Jose could beat Vegas if they played each other twenty times. Yeah. But. You know what I mean? You got to win so four yeah, that's, games. That's, that's a fun idea. Yeah, exactly. okay. you, that's a fun idea. Let's play. You don't yep. get lucky and win a playoff series. That They're designed so you can't. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do the Vancouver Canucks beat the Vegas Golden Knights? No. No. Do the Vancouver Canucks beat the Dallas Stars? No. No. I would, I would say it'll be close, a lot closer than Dallas, but I would say no. Do the Vancouver Canucks a lot closer than Vegas. beat the LA oh, yeah. Kings? Yes. No. No. Yep. No. Yep. That is false. They will beat them. Well, you know what's funny is they play a four-game series stretched out over five weeks from the end of February to the beginning of April. So we might, you know, like we might be able to find out just based on those four games. Yeah. Do the Vancouver Canucks beat the Colorado Avalanche? No. Yeah. What? What? Buddy, you think they yeah. lose to the Kings, but they beat the Av? What? Yeah. No. The Avs yeah. will pummel these guys. They have playoff mm. experience. Like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm, it's okay. a sweep, so but come on. No, because so for me, I, I look at teams like basically how viable is their goaltending. And Cam Talbot's proven that, like, okay, like, he's still a viable goalie. Um, and although Gorgiev has been solid this year, he's been inconsistent. He's been very inconsistent. So Wait, inconsistent is what? Think, well, I don't want to swear because we're trying to get away from swearing, but I was going to say inconsistent as fuck. Hmm. So he just he hasn't been consistent. And I, I think that especially in the playoffs, you need your goalie to be consistent. Like the Colorado Avalanche are a strong team. They have strong forwards and strong defense, but I'm a str- I believe in goaltending in the playoffs. And I think the Canucks do have goaltending. And as long as Thatcher Demko shows up, you know, they can beat any team. They might not beat every series, but they can beat every team. And I think that they could string together enough wins to beat the Avs in the playoffs. I think they have an easier chance of beating Dallas than they do Colorado personally. I think that just the way they play the game, it matches up better against Dallas. But I would agree with that. I, yes. No, I think I think Dallas is more of a. They're built for the playoffs. They're a, a deeper team. They've got more solid um, goaltending. Um, I think that 
both of those series would go the distance, but I think the Canucks would come out on top against the Avs, and I think the Canucks would probably lose to the Stars in a, in a long series. See, the, the reason I disagree with that is because the Avs, their offense uses one tool better than maybe any other forward core in the league, and that's speed. They rush at you. Our defense is not good enough to stop that. They just get confused instantly. You can tell. My, Tyler Myers is spinning in circles trying to figure out what's going on while Nathan McKinnon blows by him like a freaking... What, what are those things in some stores that you have to walk through to get in? It's like a little like... A turnstile. A turnstile. Like, it's like a little mini revolving door. That's what they would turn our defense into. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, who could stop Nathan McKinnon on this team? Not Tyler Myers. I don't even think Quinn Hughes could. Yeah, Quinn Hughes could. I don't think so. Yeah, he could. He, who could he, stop Rantanen? Maybe Heronic? I think you guys, are, you guys are looking at this too much from, like, a broken play perspective. That, but that's that's all they really... would need. But, like, in a seven-game series, these are where your know. all-star players come out to play. Yeah, I that that's why I think they'd have a better chance against Dallas is because they play a funny enough a more structured game, and I think our defense can actually handle that a little bit better. Whereas being rushed at, they do a very very poor job of defending. So I actually think. Hmm? Well, I was just gonna say the other variable that I don't think you're considering is that in the playoffs there's fewer penalties penalties called, and I think that the Avs have a really solid power play and they kind of bank on that, but. I don't know. The Avs are kind of a funny team. I guess we'll find out when we get to the playoffs because they're definitely going to make the playoffs. It's just a matter of how far they go. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, this uh, is a fun little game we're playing. Yeah. Here's the next matchup. Uh, Vancouver versus Winnipeg. Easy dub. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, I don't know either. Jake, fuck that off. Would, no, that would honestly be a really good series. And I think it comes down to goaltending. Who plays better, Hellebuck or Demko? You, th- you really think that that, like... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll be honest. I have not kept incredibly close tabs on Winnipeg's defense, but our offense blows their offense out of the water. Does it? Yes. They have they have the best goal scorer in the NHL. Yeah. Ehlers what? is leading the league right now, I think. Okay, Besser's yeah, like Connor. two spots behind him. Then we have the leader in points, the leader in power play points, the leader in assists, the defensive okay. leader in points, goals, and assists. Take Connor McDavid last year. Blew everybody out of the water. He's one guy. Uh-huh. We ha- Look at the NHL's top five scores right now. Uh, Three of them are Canucks. Marcus, okay, but that doesn't I, matter. I hate doing this with you every week, but man... When it comes to all these like categories that the Canucks players are leading in, you've got to consider the fact that they beat the San Jose Sharks 10-1. All right? A lot of those players just had their stats in that game. Yeah, granted, they're still having good starts of the season. Like, I don't know. I just think all of those categories are skewed, and as the season goes on, they're only going to fall further and further down. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, for example, like, like JT Miller, he's a solid offensive threat, but he's not the best offensive threat. No, fair like, enough, fair you enough. You, you can't sit there and tell me that the, the Canucks are going to be a better team in a playoff series than the Jets just because J.T. Miller's leading the league in points. Like, I, I just don't see it. In my opinion, like, as much shit as I talk about the Jets, like, they're still a solid team. I don't think they're anywhere near a, a cup favorite, but in a playoff series with the Canucks, I think that the Jets play a strong enough defensive game that they could limit the chances of the Canucks offense. I think it would be a very low-scoring series 
that, I think I would still have the Canucks coming out on top in that series. But it would be really close. Yeah. I think all these series are going to be very close. I don't see the Canucks sweeping anyone. No. The, the, yeah, Winnipeg's a very veteran team, and like they know how to play, and they've been in the playoffs a couple times. So like I think that they would give the Canucks a run for their money. Uh, the St. Louis Blues. That, that's that's a Canucks win. The Blues are not doing too good. Yeah. Uh, what about Calgary? Okay. But is, sorry. Before we move on, my girlfriend has recently started listening to this podcast, and she's brought up something very important. Me and you Ooh, say yeah. We say Calgary different. Yeah. How do you say Calgary? Oh, that's weird. No, it's not. That's yeah. how you say Calgary. No, there's no e in Calgary. I'm not using an e. You're saying Calgary. Yeah. C-A-L-G-R-Y. Like you're running out of like letters, so you need to get it out really fast. Calgary. Calgary. You're, you're saying Calgary. That's that's how it... You, you are saying it as a three-syllable word. I'm using it as a two-syllable word. Yeah. It's three syllables. It's not. It's Calgary. Jake, how do you say it? Frozen hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, touche. Okay. Um, mm, poll question. How? How do you pronounce Calgary? Well, we're going to get video submissions. No, we're, I'm going to put up my thing, which admittedly is not spelt right, but it's Calgary. And why Why are I'm you like running your, out? Like, it's like you need to like leave the room really fast. So you're talking really quickly so you can go. No, it's like everyone, some cities like, what is are it? just like, pronounced. Tyler Foley. Calgary. Tyler Foley. Yeah, that's Tyler how you Foley. say Calgary. No, so like some cities are just pronounced differently. Like Vancouver. You You know the thing about how people say Vancouver, right? Vancouver. Yeah, they add a G. They they pronounce it like V. Like, hey, hear me Vancouver? out, hear me out, hear me out. It, it's, not, it's not Vancouver. Hang on. It's not Vancouver. It's Vancouver. You add the G after the N. I don't know why we do it, That's but weird. we do it. Everyone grow like, you do it too. Vancouver. I heard you say it when you said it earlier. You said Vancouver, not Vancouver. It's Vancouver. It's just, it's something locals do. Toronto. Anyone say that other T? No, it's Toronto. Yeah, that's a, that's a real fan. That's how a real fan says it. No, that's how I, pr- I pronounce the last Every T. Canadian says Toronto. No, only fans do. No, and no one that's does how that. You how, do you, uh, how do you pronounce a uh, traffic circle? A roundabout? Yeah. So, <laughs> what? say it again. Why you call Wait, it a traffic circle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we say it again, say it again. Roundabout. So we say roundabout, it's roundabout. You you just said the same thing twice in a row, I think. No. Roundabout. Roundabout? Roundabout. Are you it's are you about. saying like about? No, he's taking the A out, so it's round about. I'm saying roundabout. Where's the A that he's removing? He's not removing <laughs> it. He's going round dash A dash bound. <laughs> Okay, oh okay. If we're gonna do that, then we can talk about Caldi Sacks. No one says, "Oh, I gotta make a U-turn at the end of this Caldi Sack." No one says that. Well, it's like oh, it's the one band. Um, Jake, what what does that directly translate to in French? Caldi Sack. What does that mean? What does that mean, French boy? How do you pronounce the the band that sings? Uh, Thunder or whatever. Shut the called. fuck up. Uh, You've tried that one uh, on me. Uh, I was hoping I could get you. No, again. no, no. Not, not again. Not again. That's kept me up at night. I'll never fall for that again. <laughs> Which one is it? Alex, what is it? Oh, you think you're going to get me? 
No, no, no. I, I didn't, like, I don't know what joke you're referring to, and I doubt our listeners do either, just because Marcus knows what it is. We don't. He oh. asked, how, how do you pronounce the name of the band that sings Radioactive? Oh, yeah. so many of our listeners are like well i don't get it and like you know what i'm sorry none of us are gonna risk it enough to tell you um anyway okay let's get let's bring it back to hockey yeah um i don't even know what oh yeah we were playing the game we're playing the game um minnesota oh we're sorry we skipped over st louis oh no we didn't you guys said win-win uh it was calgary yeah (laughs) I, I would take that as a win. I think it's Calgary in like five. What? Yeah. Cal- okay, Calgary is going to blow it up before the playoffs start anyway. Yeah, this would be if they kept the team that they have right now. So you think you think the team is bad enough to consider blowing up, but they would also take the Canucks I in five? I think that they would pummel the Canucks in the seven-game series. Why? Physicality? Yeah. You need more than just that to win a playoff series. You can't just be physical and an awful hockey team and win in the playoffs. You're telling me you can't see Demko standing on his head in a seven-game series? Of of course he could. Yeah. So if you have Demko standing on on his head and just pummeling the other team, that's how, like, Flyers beat us. The Canucks don't perform well against physicality. Like, that's, that's one of those matchups. Like, yeah, Calgary versus Canucks. Canucks is a better team. But the way Calgary plays versus the way that Canucks play, the way that Calgary plays beats how the Canucks plays. I see where you're coming from. Like it and even, it's a seven-game series back-to-back. There's no in-betweens where you play these skilled teams where you can get your confidence up. Like that first game they're coming out, they are, they're, like they don't even care about the win. They care about showing them what's going to happen for these next seven games. Yeah, like, I, I see where you're coming from. It gives me flashbacks to that 2015 series. I think a lot of Canucks fans know, like, the Canucks were the more skilled team in that series That's when they were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But there's one guy that everyone remembers from the Flames that year, and that's Michael Furlan. Michael Furlan. Yeah, because he ran the Canucks show that entire series. He dominated them. Kevin BX and him got into some heated fights, but BX was at the end of his career and couldn't even quite keep up anymore. Furland was like a young Bieksa that played forwards and was just trucking everyone in his sight. So that that is an example of losing to Calgary where I think it was because of physicality. However, I don't think that would happen with this team. I think they have too much skill to lose that series, even with the mismatch in, in physicality. Jake, what do you think? I don't see a reality where the Flames could possibly beat the Canucks. Okay. I'm like, okay. The other thing, though, is like we're assuming that Thatcher Demko is playing at the level we know he can play at, and we're also assuming Jacob Markstrom isn't. So, yeah, it's kind of a tough. It's kind of a tough one to I'm, figure I'm, out. I'm but. banking on seeing playoff Markstrom, which is notoriously bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'd still go with the Canucks. Hmm. I think it'd be a pretty short series too. Oh. Anyways, that was a fun game. I enjoyed yeah. that. We maybe we'll continue that. Um, well, you're we missing a team. Uh, what you want to talk about the what are they in thirty uh, first or thirty second now? <laughs> no, dude, they're on a three game winner uh, heater right Ooh, now. They're twenty seventh now. <laughs> oh, whoa, look out! Look out! <laughs> Holy shit! No, dude, they're, they're, they beat 
You know what? You want to make jokes? You know who they just beat? Who? Oh. Ooh, you know, that makes sense. They probably put their back up in. <laughs> how is how is Ottawa Wait. doing so bad? Where's Ottawa? They're 26. Uh, I don't they have, want to talk they about have a Ottawa. plus eight goal differential. Wait, so you're telling me Jake's favorite team in the NHL is 27th and his second favorite team is 26th? Yep. Ah, sorry, buddy. Hey, man. Suck weenie for Celebrini. Let's do it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. That's, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to kind of move on because this, this first half's been a little long. <laughs> what did you just call me? No, I, 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 I didn't call you anything. I said enjoy your weenie because you're going to be sucking a lot of well. it this season. Um, uh, sorry, Alex was trying to do something. Yeah, so we're going to go to the inbox because right, this what are you first trying half, to do, Alex? we're going to go to the inbox. Okay, let's go to the inbox. We're in the inbox. It's warm. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> it's <Sound>. warm. <laughs> that sound doesn't that so sound funny? like a flash. What? I mean, it sounds like a car accident. It's like smashing glass. And Honestly, with metal. some of the questions our listeners send us, it might as well be a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first question: Are we garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even hear that without thinking of the uh the clip from Family Guy of Stewie going, Ryan, are we trash? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so are we garbage? Great question. Um we are when we're not a hundred percent healthy, and that's kind of scary because as most of you know, NHL teams are not very often a hundred percent healthy. That's pretty incredibly rare. So they're going to need to make an addition, whether that's an Ethan Bear, a Chris Tanev, a Dan Hamhuse, the freaking a Mat- Dan yeah, Matthias Olin at this point for Christ. Yeah, let's bring they Sammy just, Sallow back while we're at it too. Nah, he'll get injured right away. Uh. <laughs> you know that was the whole problem with him was hey Sallow's back, Sallow's hurt, Sallow's back, Sallow's hurt again. It was that was his whole career. Um, yeah, so yeah, yes, we are garbage. That's a good question, and that is a Solid answer, I think. Uh, next question. What an interesting second period tonight. Against the Avs. Against the Avs. The first real time playing a playoff team, and it was rough. So, yeah, that second period was weird. The, uh, oh, the, the penalty kill to the four-on-three power play to the five-minute major to the penalty kill to the power play. It was There was not five, ten guys on the ice for... Like twelve minutes. Yeah, it was crazy, uh, but yeah, it was it was a rough time. So that means uh, I guess goalies aren't guys on the ice. Eh? Love it, love it. Totally agree. They're not. They're not players. They're goalies. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Just um, happy I can make contribution to this podcast <laughs> all the way out here from the nine. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was a a lot of weird penalties, and I think that's that's one thing the Canucks have gotten themselves into a few times this year is penalty problems, where they just kind of it just snowballs into an uncontrollable like cascade of penalties against us, and they really need to figure that out. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm not I wouldn't blame the refs for any of them. Like these are no they're legitimate they penalties. We just keep taking them, and we got to stop doing that. Yeah. Um, the actual play of the Canucks versus the Avs tonight um it, you could kind of tell like I mean as we talked about earlier they've played a lot of hockey recently and going against a team like the Avs that um you know they're just 
they they're used to these long seasons so you know their bodies are prepared for it this and that and the canucks yeah it was their first real time playing a uh sorry uh we just got a uh that's <laughs> no, okay uh <laughs> We, we just have on in the background here the misplays of the month, and uh, there's nothing quite like watching a, a, a Preds player take a uh, penalty shot against the Canucks, trip halfway through, fall down, get back up, try to shoot the puck, and just whiff on it. Hey, but I'm they're in sure 20 seconds. had to be their moment. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, their first time really facing some like real competition. Uh, might have been almost a shock to their system, a shock to their body that they weren't prepared for after playing this kind of loosey goosey. So hopefully, talk it's going to get them to uh, dial things in and get ready for that Vegas game because that's going to be a really important game to really see if the Canucks are contenders or pretenders. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think... can almost tell you what it's going to happen in that game now. Okay, what's going to happen, Jake? They're going to lose. But by how much? Because if they lose, but as long as it's a close <laughs> by game. By how much? Like, it fucking matters. No, no. If they lose, but it's a close game, I think that's good. Because Vegas is, they're the Stanley Cup champions. So if we can compete with them and, like, not get blown out. Yeah, if it's a good game. Yeah. I don't need them to win. I need to see them try. I need to see them have a chance to win. Yeah. Like, they are a, like, they, they could have won. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly. all. It, it's like the game no. we, we kept talking about no. against the New York Rangers where they lost in overtime and, you know, whatever. No. It was it was a good game against a good team. They lost whatever. It was close. We were happy with it. Jake, why, why do you keep saying no? Because, like, this is such an awful way to go about it. And I guarantee you that the way that the players are going about it is completely different. Like, to me, I, al- I almost don't care what happens in the next three games. I almost exclusively care what happens in that game. Yeah. Because although they do need to pick up points along the way, that game is going to tell me so much more about the identity of this team than any other game they've had so far this year. Yeah. They have to win that game. No, I don't think they have to. They have to win that game. If they don't, like, I literally don't care. This team is, is exactly the same as they were last year with a slightly better record. You're telling me if that game doesn't go to a shootout? Uh, it's still a loss, and it still counts the same as if they lost in regulation. Uh, gotcha. Ass. Interesting question. Okay, under <laughs> that, <laughs> I can, I can, in my head, I can visualize what Jake looked like there, just thinking so hard. The hamster like stopped for a second, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I gotta go! I gotta go! I gotta go!" <laughs> the hamster needed a water break. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Jake, I, I mean, if. If it goes to a shootout, fine, whatever, mulligan. But for me, like, they really have to win that game. What about overtime? The same thing. If it goes to, if it goes into extra time, so if like, it goes into extra me, time, it's okay. For me, for me, yeah, that that might as well be a tie. In which case, I don't know how I feel about that. But in terms of like, if they win that game, that does a lot for my confidence in the team. And I think it does a lot for the team themselves and the confidence of a lot of people. Yeah. So I just, I think it's like, I think even if they lose one or two of the games leading up to it, it almost doesn't matter as long as they win that game. They have to win that game. Yeah. They, it does so much more than add two points to the total. It, yeah. it, it just, it rounds out the identity. It rounds out morale on the team. I just think like beating that team 
at that point of the season has such massive implications that you will not see reflected in the standings. Yeah, it, it'll definitely be a confidence booster to the team. Um, and I 100% agree. A win does way more than just two points. I just disagree with if they lose, I don't think, like if they lose in a close game, I think that they can come out with their heads held high. Yes. Anyways, that's that's my point, Jake. I, I completely understand your point. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a really exciting game. What what game, or what day is that? Uh, Vegas, I believe, is on the 30th. November 30th? And the reason Thursday. I know that is because your boy's going to be there. So that'll be... Alex, if you're not busy that night, don't you... Uh, Next Thursday? To, yeah. yeah, that'd be uh, fun. I might be able to, actually. Yeah, yeah, if you're down to go. Jake, I'd invite you, but, you know, Nanaimo. Fairies. Yeah. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to go to break because this is running pretty long. Um, In the second half, we're going to get into some more NHL news, um, a little bit of goof, and maybe even a thought. If I can think of something over the break. If you can muster one thought (laughs) in the next half hour. Is that it for the inbox? Um, yeah, we, we just don't have, we, this, yeah, first half this has been really running long. pretty long. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about Juleson getting slotted in. We kind of covered it before, uh, yeah, but it's we, just we, like, we talked about it. it it's injuries. Yeah. He's bad, but we don't have anyone better and we need to get someone. Although I am on bring Matt Irwin back. I want to see Matt Irwin in the NHL. Cause why not? Me too. Yeah. So does all of Victoria. Yeah. They're just waiting. Yeah. Okay. uh, Like you said, we'll throw it to break and we will catch you on the other side right after trivia. Stanley Cup caliber goaltender Louis Domingue. Jesus Christ. Was acquired. Con Smythe. Yeah, Con Smythe as well, Louis Domingue, was acquired from which team to join the Vancouver Canucks in the year 2020? Tampa Bay Lightning? Nope. No, who did we acquire him from in 2020? Um, Wait, wait, you know what? I think it was the Calgary Flames. No, he went to the Calgary Flames after he was done with Vancouver. He was part of the whole Calgary Canucks thing. Alex, was it the Calgary Flames? No. I believe... Who? Oh, no, no, because then from there he went to Pittsburgh. Oh, who was he with before that? Mr. Domingue. Philadelphia. Nope, nope. Montreal Canadiens. Winnipeg. Nope, nope. Winnipeg. No, you got a nope. Um, uh, Arizona. Nope. I, the I, man is the definition of a suitcase, eh? What, has he even he played on all these teams? He, he's yeah. definitely been on some of them. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Last guess, and then we're going to call it, and if we don't get it, we'll have to try after the episode. Columbus? Uh, you guys are I already said Columbus. Columbus. Oh, I'll give okay. you one more guess. Anaheim? Nope. Okay, I guess LA. we'll find out where we acquired him from after uh, the LA. end of the second half. 
All right, he gets one more guess. It's L.A. No. Okay, no. Um, Seattle. St- Colorado. <laughs> Seattle wasn't even a team when we acquired him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you are as curious as Jake, stick around to the end of the episode and find out where the hell the Canucks got Louis Deming from. Um, see ya in a second. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. And welcome back to the second half. Nice little break for your boys, but we are jumping straight back into the episode with everybody's favorite segment. It's the goof of the week. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my part of the show, my segment, where I go out and find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you, bring up a story with the guy we have a chat about it. And this week, the biggest goof of the week is Patrick Line for getting healthy, scratched, and uh, bitching about it. Patrick Line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he didn't seem too happy in the interview, eh? No, sir, he did not. He called it the most embarrassing moment of his career which is pretty wild considering in that career he has sniped on his own net, been traded out of Winnipeg to maybe the only worst city in the NHL, and uh, also had a Fortnite scandal, which is something we didn't even know could exist until Patrick Laine had one. Yeah. But yeah, healthy, healthy scratched sure. is, is, the, uh, is the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. Columbus, what is happening over there? That's, At least for me, I had super high expectations for them, and they are not living up to them. Not only are they not good, but does that almost make it worse? Not only did he get healthy scratch, but it was by a terrible team. They were like, look, we're well, bad, but we're, we might be better off without you. And they sat Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Line, I believe, for the uh, third period, two games in a row or something like that. But they've just been sitting there, top what players, the and it's just crazy what's going on over there. I, I would like to remind all of our Calgary fans out there that Goudreau took a pay cut to go to this team. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, took less money to do this than, than he, he would have to play with you. Yeah. I mean, you could make, honestly, that whole Columbus Blue Jackets the goof of the week because just everything going on over there is just crazy. They signed Good Branson to a 4x4. Four four. <laughs> That's crazy. What? You? What? <laughs> Wouldn't you? No. Six. By six. <laughs> no, that's like, that, yeah, I, I still remember when that happened and everyone going like, wait, what? Yeah, the simultaneously signed of the best and worst deals of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even turning out to be the best when you're benching him for the last part of the game. Yeah, I'd like to see them bench Eric Branson for a third period. Nobody would even notice. No. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the Columbus Blue Jackets, they are yeah, they are a joke right now. Um they might be sucking wean for Celebrine. I think there's a, a few teams that are uh unhinging their jaws right now at a chance for uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> a chance for a good old Vancouver boy. <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> 
You're just making it worse. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> maybe Marcus is the goof of the week. <laughs> Definitely not. Marcus is always the goof of the week. True. <laughs> um, you know who's not the goof of the week? Connor Bedard. Uh, I think he's finally arrived in the NHL. Uh, as of right now, he's I, arrived. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, off the bat, like he was playing good, but he's not playing. He wasn't playing as good as he is right now. Uh, Pedersen was better in his rookie season. Shut but up. He was. Oh my he was. He was. What do you want? You you want me to lie? I'll lie to you and say, okay, fine. Connor Bedard is better than Elias Pedersen. But as I said, that would be a lie. Oh, I just hate talking to you sometimes. Who do you think has more goals right now, Connor Bedard <laughs> or Pedersen? It doesn't really matter because does it not? Cause no, because no, I think I think Bedard's better. I think Elias Pettersson has a lot more points. Yeah, but Bedard's got ten goals in seventeen games. So Pettersson's got a measly nine in Pettersson's rookie season, nine. which is which is what we're comparing here is rookie seasons. Yeah, Pettersson had ten goals in his first ten games. He was goal per game through his first ten games. Connor Bedard. I don't know what he's been doing the other seven games of his career, but I'll tell you one thing he has not been doing. That's scoring. <laughs> so <laughs> for, so Marcus is laughing right now. Um, I just went on to the NHL uh, app. Put, put it on our story. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll put it up when we put the uh, podcast up. Yeah, we'll put it up on Friday. Uh, if you pull up Connor Bedard's stats... Uh, you know the little banner that they have that usually shows a photo of them. It looks like Bedard is in the middle of a gigantic fart. Uh, he is. <laughs> it's not a great photo of him. <laughs> no, he he looks like a beaver. That like just his teeth are like he is like the biggest overbite I've yeah. ever seen <laughs> in my life. It's not a great. Look. And his eyes are squinted. It's very like you're right. He looks he he looks like he just took a fart. And he knows everyone noticed, but he's still kind of a hoping he can like be like, oh, what was that? Yeah. Oh, the chair squeaked. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, so Connor Bedard's got ten goals in seventeen games. He's also a minus eight. So doing it on this team, that's just like, like if you want to compare, Pedersen was playing on a way better team than Bedard was. His line mates were Louis Erickson and Nikolai Goldobin, both Would, of whom were out of the league the next season. Still, he, it's I think. Bedard would have taken Louis Erickson right now. I don't even know who he's playing with, but that leads to the fact that I can't even name another player on the Chicago Blackhawks because Taylor Hall's out, so he's not playing he's with playing with, playing with Corey Perry. Yeah. So who would you take? Corey, Corey Perry, Perry or now? Louis Erickson? Yeah, Corey Perry now or Louis Erickson back then? Yeah, Corey Perry. No, you're not. Buddy, Louis... Let me, I think people forget this. That season, do you know how many hits Louis Erickson registered? Who cares? Who cares about Louis Erickson's hits? Me. Because that, to me, shows... it. Well, here's the thing. You don't know how low it is yet. Over an 82-game season, how many hits do you think he threw? It, it, could, it could be 20, and I wouldn't be surprised. 11. Okay, that's pretty bad. He uh, threw one hit basically every nine games. He would register a hit. That's not just speaking to physicality. That's speaking to not even trying. And he was line mates with the best rookie in the NHL, who is now looking like the best player in the NHL behind oh, maybe Jesus only Quinn Hughes. Christ. But God damn it. Can we get through 10 sentences without <laughs> you sucking off Pedersen or Hughes? Yeah. 
Speaking of unhinging their jaw and arriving. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of rookies, Mason McTavish has 10 goals a season. Yeah, he's (laughs) been doing pretty good. Yeah, Anaheim's been doing good as a team. Well, not good. You have to respect Mason McTavish. Rookie of the year, 2021 and 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Guys in the ECHL going to win the Calder. (laughs) Um, No, Anaheim, and I've said this from the beginning, that's an example of a team that's rebuilding properly. The only thing they've done wrong is held on to John Gibson too long. Yeah. That, like other than that, they've done everything right. They sold off their big pieces. They got back um, draft picks and prospects. They're turning those picks and prospects into the future of their team. Just look at them right now with McTavish, Zgrass, all these guys. It's coming together. And th- this is how you rebuild a team. They're going to be a force in the NHL for years. I-, I think it was last year's World Juniors that they had like nine players representing them in the juniors. Like, they, they're going to be unreal. And I'm super excited to see what that team does, but I'm not going to lie, as a Canucks fan, I'm quite nervous to be playing against them for the next six to ten years. Yeah. Um, one thing we forgot to talk about with the Canucks, they got some new helmets this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what do you guys think of them? I, Jake, you go first. <laughs> um, I didn't see the game where they were wearing them. Okay, it's... Um, I didn't even notice them, if I'm being honest. I was really excited when I saw them, and then I watched a part of the game and looked like just regular black helmets. Yeah, it like I guess because during the normal gameplay, they're so far away that it is a little bit hard to tell. I was a bit nervous because so far, every like really unique thing a team has tried with their helmets, I've hated. Yeah, like the Golden Knights doing the chrome gold, the Kings doing the like regular chrome helmets. And then the Leafs wearing their blue buckets with their white jerseys. Like, it, it just, it, teams are making decisions to try to do something different that I don't think looks good. It's just getting them in headlines. Yeah. So when I saw the Canucks do this, I was like, oh, no, now we're going to be part of this. But honestly, I love them. They look awesome. Like, you're right. On TV, like, they don't, it's not yeah. super noticeable. But, like, yeah, the picture of them, they look cool. Yeah. And in the replays and stuff, when you are, like, up close... It's kind of sick. Yeah. And I think they're the first team I can think of that's done matte helmets. That's not something I can remember no. seeing. Yeah, I don't think any other team's done it. So I I, I like that it's unique, it's different, and I think it looks really good. My only criticism is that now that they made it matte, the helmets are almost like a gray. It's not really black. Yeah. So the jerseys look darker than the helmets. So that's the only thing I don't love. But ultimately, I, I think it's cool. I, I This is... This is something that I think is going to work out for them. So I think that's quite neat. I think it's weird that they debuted it in the middle of the season, though. Yeah. It's kind of like, really? You didn't have time to run that one by HR over the summer? You just kind of... Yeah. It, it just seemed a little random, but I don't know. They're trying something. Yeah. That's, it's cool. I like it. Uh, speaking of trying something, the Canucks... Or not the Canucks, sorry. Uh, the NHL had the Global Series. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, I believe. Uh, turned out to be a pretty good su- success, it seemed like. Really great games, too. But how do you not send the Canucks to Sweden? I mean, they sent the Leafs because of Nylander. Which makes sense. It, it does. I, I would think that there could be a chance next year that maybe Vancouver could go. But I don't think it's going back to Sweden. So I was going to ask you guys, where mm. do you think that they should go next year? Moscow. 
Don't know if that's going to happen. Good point. I was thinking of that from a Canucks perspective, yep. not from a global economics perspective. Yeah, probably not going yeah, there. Yeah, the, uh, the odds of that would be lower. Yeah. Um, Finland. Finland would be a cool one. Yeah, because Finland, you, you okay, I, I don't know if we're going to get into it either, but the NHL is proposing a four-team international tournament for next winter, I think. I don't know if you guys heard about that. It's gonna uh, be, I did not. It's going to be Canada, the U.S., Sweden, oh, and Finland. I did hear about this, yeah. And I think they're doing that because they're like, oh, well, we're not going to have Russia play because yeah. that's too political. And then if they're not going to play, then Is we got to... four teams? It's going to be four teams oh, next year. More. Then after that, they're going to do like a full oh, World Cup. okay, yeah. So this, is, this isn't this is even a World Cup. It's yeah. just an international tournament run by the NHL. Yeah. But um, my point is that Finland is one of the teams that made it. It's Canada, the U.S., Finland, Sweden. Sweden has, I mean, Canada and the U.S., obviously, they have their teams already. Yeah. Finland I don't think has had any NHL talent recently. Like what? Or, sorry, sorry, sorry. Meaning what? No, no, no. What? Hang on. No one's understanding what I meant by that. And I realize I, I worded that poorly. I mean, they haven't had like NHL teams play. Like they haven't had like a world championships or world juniors. Like host. Yeah. 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 I mean, like they haven't had NHL talent playing in Finland. Okay. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, with that. I know. Well, you guys cut me off mid sentence, but <laughs> I, I would have explained that, but you're right. I, I did kind of word it poorly. I mean, they haven't had the NHL talent performing in front of them recently. So I could see Finland as a destination for something like that. Yeah. Send the Hurricanes with, I think, Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, Sebastian Ajo. Send the Dallas Stars with Miro Heiskanen. Yeah. Tevo Teravainen. Oh, yeah, Tevo Teravainen. Yep. Um, what's his face? Smile guy. Smile guy. Pooley Yarvey. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, he well he's on the Canes too. Yeah, he? that's what I mean. Like, no, he isn't. Is he not? Yeah, no, Yucky Puljujarvi's a free agent. Is he really? Oh, did yeah. they drop him? Because he was yeah. on there at the start of the season. Yeah. yeah. No, they never resigned him. He was oh, on uh, caught Kanyami. Is he? Yeah, I think he's finished too. It seems yeah. like, okay. So the Canes are going. Yeah, the Canes are going for sure. Um, I don't know. Then whatever team Yuho Lamico plays for now. Uh, uh, Barkov's got to go, so you send Florida. Uh, yeah, you send Dallas. Oh, yeah, and well, well, you only send two teams, right? Or is, did they send? Four they sent four. Yeah, it was Detroit, Ottawa, Toronto, mm, Minnesota. Forgot. Yes, Minnesota. yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. What an interesting team to send. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Off the top of my head, I can't. Oh, Brody. A lot of Minnesota fans in Sweden, I guess. Yeah. Trying to add to it. Well, there's none here, so it makes sense. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, yeah, i I'd like to. I'd like to see something like that. I'd like to see the Canucks do some international stuff because they they did the preseason game in China a few years ago. Yeah, it's a preseason game. No one cares. No. You know? Yeah, something like in season, but like, yeah. I mean, I guess the Canucks aren't really known as the Swedish team anymore. No, like they kind of lost that title. It's sad the Sedins never got to do that. Yeah. Like that, they are so many Swedes are like the Sedins were the face of Swedish hockey for yeah. like a decade and a half and they never got to play there professionally. Navlin? Sorry? That was like Navlin and Sandin or Sundin. Yeah, that would be like the, like, the, like Forsberg. Era. That's like the yeah. era before them. Yeah, like the era before them, I would say Swedish fans are probably more, yeah, like yeah. the Colorados or the uh, Detroits. 
But like late 2000s, early 2010s, it, it was, was the, the Sedin show. It was the Sedins and... Um, Samuelson. Yeah, and e even Eric Carlson was kind of just starting. He was young, but Alex he was Edler. a big face. Like our big three were all Swedish guys. Yeah, that's right. And they, I think they, we made a lot of Swedish people Canucks fans because yeah. of those guys. I would say so, so yeah. It, it is too bad they never got to play there professionally. Is there any teams nowadays that have just like a nationality tied to them? Uh, Russians with um, not only, uh, no, I was going to say with the Caps. Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. But I guess Kuznetsov's had his. Yeah, uh, like kinda, nowadays, not as much. Yeah, it was or, for a long time. Orlov was there. Yeah. I mean, I guess going off the Canes players, like it seems like Finland's probably pretty tied to being Canes fans. Yeah, right now for sure. Yeah, if you think of like top talent over there. Um, and I mean, you can't really go with Canadians or Americans because they're always just so mixed in with every other team. Yeah, they're, yeah. But like, who is who is the Swedish team now? Like, is there a Swedish team now? How yeah, the Canucks were so Swedish? No, I, I don't think so. I think it was, yeah. I I can't think of that being a thing right now off the top of my head. Mm. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, Arizona Coyotes had Matt uh, red helmet a couple weeks ago. Did they really? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they did it with their thirds, you know, the like the ones that stay Arizona, like the cactuses around the belt. Did they borrow it from Arizona State? They must have. Yeah. They probably just forgot the helmets and then they were like, oh, well, these are the only ones in the locker room. Yeah, so these are the bicycle helmets that we got locked up. <laughs> uh, okay, we're getting pretty off the rails. Um, it's been a pretty long episode. There wasn't a whole lot of NHL news this week, mainly just Canucks news, so... We covered it. Hopefully, there's going to be more next week. Yeah, we'll see. And hopefully, less losses for the Canucks. Yeah, they got to get back on track here. Like yeah. we said, four divisional rival games in a row. That's four four-point games back-to-back. -back. That's like 16 points, basically. Yep. Um, did that in my head. No calculator. You got it. You got it. I got it. Um, so, yeah, th this is an important week. But before we sign off, I think we got to hear... A thought. Thoughts. Alex? Think hard, buddy. Need to hear a thought. Oh. Oh, we got a thought. Uh, thought more something I found out. Oh, I need to get the correct name because I feel like I could say something that would be really bad. Do you guys know what it's called when... Uh, you look at a light and the lines come off of it. Do Rays? Get, no. Like, uh, let me. Beams? No, no. Like, like street lights or like car lights at night. Astigmatism. I wanted. Oh, like when, like when you squint your eyes really hard and everything gets like all yeah. like liney. So I don't squint my eyes and it's very liney. So I have a, it's, it's astigmatism, right, Jake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure because that's a big word. Yeah. That could mean a lot of things. We need to break the stigmatism. But yeah, I have I have that. Hmm? Did you say break the stigmatism? Yeah, we that's <laughs> we, we gotta do it. I don't think that's right. And the stigmatism around stigmatism. <laughs> uh yeah, I have that. Uh which my glasses help, but I don't have glasses, so <laughs> gotta find, find those. <laughs> Driving at night's hard, especially when both my headlights are out. <laughs> 
Are both of your headlights ever. out? Dude, you're you're a you're a walking <laughs> traffic violation. No, because I have my running lights, so I just turn those on. They're gonna pull you over and be like, sir, your headlights are out. We're giving you a ticket and a sobriety test. They're asking you to walk in a straight line. You can't see. You're gonna be walking all over the no, place. No, I've figured it out. If I get pulled over, I'm gonna go, Oh, what? I had no idea. And then they're just gonna be like, Okay. Or I'm gonna oh. go, Oh yeah, I've ordered them. They're on their way. Headlights or glasses? <laughs> Amazon Prime Day deal. They're they're both coming at once. Is your headlight still out? No, I got it fixed in like a week. Okay, yeah, mine just went out. So give me a break. Both? Yeah, they it was. Both, they both went out at the same one time. One went out. No, no. So one went out. I was like, I noticed it. I was like, oh, that's weird. So I went and I like turned my uh, running lights on. To like like refresh it, turned it back. Refresh it. It's a light. You don't. Yeah. Refresh no. Not refresh, but like like kind of like uh, like give it another chance to turn on. Uh, okay. Okay. And I did it, and then the other one went out. <laughs> I was so choked. I mean, so, hey, that, that, those are some consistent light bulbs. I yeah. Gotta say. So um, yeah, I'm gonna get it done this week, hopefully. Yeah. That's so, that's smart. Hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, we are getting very much off the rails. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Marcus to tell us about our socials because I hate doing it because it's way too many things. And I memorized it because I've been doing this for way too long. If you'd like to reach out to us about any serious inquiries, such as Alex's ability to drive at night, you can always find us at our email address at VancouverBoysPodcast at gmail.com. I think we're all finally logged into the email, so we can actually read those now. Go ahead and load up our inbox. Um, uh, for anything else, you can find us across all social media, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, where we are at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Vancouver Boys underscore. And we think Tyler still runs the account, but we're not sure. Uh, that about does it uh, for this one, guys. It's been okay. fun. It's been fun. Yep. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. He's so proud that you flipped that on him. I like going in the middle. It's kind of a race to see which one of you starts it. I'm just going to say all three next time. The New Jersey Devils. Well, the New Jersey Devils is where we got him from. I would. You know what? I wouldn't have guessed. I knew it. Oh yeah! After the 17th team you tried. Yeah, you guessed a team that didn't exist when the trade happened. I think your next guess was going to be the Minnesota North Stars. The Kansas City Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> the California Golden Seals. Yeah. Atlanta Flames. Nah. The Atlanta Flames. <sighs> oh, silly, uh, silly. Good one. All right, I'm going to bed. Night, boys. <laughs>